Welcome to Perennial Meditations, a podcast by the Perennial Leader Project. Here we bring you short reflections inspired by ancient philosophy and spiritual traditions. Each episode is based on timeless principles and practices to help you live your highest good. To learn more, visit perennialleader.com. Welcome back to another episode. I hope this finds you well. Today I'm sharing a short clip from a recent conversation with Stephen Angle, the author of Growing Moral, A Confucian Guide to Life. In this portion of the conversation, we discuss the cultivation of character. I hope you enjoy. I, I love it. It uh it reminded me of something I I read a while back. I think it was something from from Goethe. He said, you know, everything's been thought of a thousand 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 times, but it's like you have to rethink it yourself. It, in in some way, it has to become your your own. I mean, if I can just jump in, the there's this there's this idea, particularly for the Neo Confucians like Zhu Xi, they really emphasize this idea in Chinese, it's which means to get it for yourself, um, uh, right? So becoming virtuous is something you have to do. Nobody can do it for you, um, uh, and so that you know that's exactly exactly right. Well, before we get to the practice of reflection. Maybe we could go back to, to something you've touched on a couple times is this this idea of, of cultivating your sprouts and, and maybe broadly speaking, this character development. Um, you you have uh, in that particular chapter, I think it's from Mengza, please correct, correct that pronunciation if, if needed, of uh, the well. Could you could you speak a bit about that? Sure, sure. No, you did a good job. Mengza, yeah. Uh, or or Mencius, uh, he was one of the the two early Confucians who, when Jesuits showed up in China, they decided to give him Latinized names. We have Confucius or Kongza and, and Mencius or Mengza. So certainly the most famous passage uh, from, from Mengza is he asks us uh, to envision what would happen if all of a sudden you saw a baby about to fall into a well. So wells were these circular you know, holes in the ground in ancient China. And so... What, what, what happens? And he says, you have this spontaneous feeling of alarm and commiseration, of concern or caring for the baby, not because you know the baby's parents and, you know, think, know how they would feel or, you know, there's all kinds of after the fact kind of reasoning that we might uh, go through. But you're just your immediate response to seeing this life in danger is, 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 is care and concern. Um, and he doesn't think that that means, okay, we're done. We're all virtuous, but he thinks what it shows is there is this, a sort of intrinsic directedness towards caring, which is, it comes out in a situation like that. In another situation, it might not come out, um, uh, because it's more complicated or, you know, imagine yourself walking down, uh, a city street today and, you notice out of the corner of your eye um, a panhandler 
you know, uh, at least somebody who looks to you like they're going to be asking you for for money. Um, and maybe maybe what you do is uh, pull out your phone, start looking at your phone, right? Don't pay, don't make eye contact. Maybe even cross the street, but you find a way to not engage, right? We can, we do that all the time. Mung's point here is that if you pay attention, it'll be like the baby in the well. Um, uh, we'll feel our uh, our compassion welling up. And if we work at it, if we, you know, go through rituals and do these different uh, practices, reading and so on and so forth, we can get better and better at being motivated by these moral feelings we have within us, of which one is this compassion that I've been talking about or, or care. Um, uh, and that's what it is to become more, more moral, um, uh, to be just more robustly guided by our moral feelings. Let me ask what what seems to be maybe an obvious question. When it comes to these different wisdom traditions, whether it's maybe something in in Buddhism like Buddha nature or the fact that there's saints and, and sages, it's like we're capable of goodness and maybe we have this natural goodness or innate goodness within us. Why is that? Why is that important? It seems like we almost need some sort of reminder of that. I'm not sure the question, but it's just a curious thing. And what the Confucians would say here is, if all we had was these moral feelings, well, then sure, we wouldn't need the teachings at all. We wouldn't need to practice anything. Everybody would be perfect. But that's not how things are. I think the Confucian psychology is actually very realistic. So on the one hand, the things that they say we have sprouts of, these these sort of nascent uh, uh, moral feelings that are beginning to emerge but need to be cultivated and grown, there's lots of contemporary evidence that something like that is right. Thank you for listening. I hope you found something useful. If you're interested in learning more, Every Monday, we share a short reflection with three timeless ideas to help you start your week with wisdom. You can subscribe at perennialleader.com. Until next time, be wise and be well.